flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped, you can trim those holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers, y'all. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for the Thomas Island audience. If you use our code, TAMA, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped has all the tools to get you spring ready. Have you heard about the Weed Whacker? It's a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. There's no more gross nose hairs flying off into the wind. Plus, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor and a 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Manscaped is making it easier than ever to whack your weeds and also to make sure that you have the most confidence while also providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial for your ball to stop sticking to your leg. I use it. It's great, especially as the summertime gets swampier. If you go to manscaped.com right now and use the code TAMA, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Use the code T-A-M-A for free shipping and 20% off at manscaped.com. Manscaped, shave your balls. All righty, Thomas Island subscribers, it is time for week number two of our special Q&A series. This is our nice kind of fun, uh, whimsical wrap-up of, of Thomas Island season one where we got questions from the subscribers, we got questions from social media, I threw some questions in there, and we're, gonna, we're just going to have some fun. Tom, are you ready to do some, do some questions and some answers? Yo, shoot it up, let's go. Hell yeah. All right, next question is... Uh, because you, you've had a lot of history with him, and he's now in Bullet Club. People want to know, how evil is evil in real life? Uh, is he, in fact, I evil? I, in, in, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't hung out with evil since he's been evil. Okay. You know, yeah, because so, you knew so, him in the dojo. You knew him when he was yeah, Watanabe. I, I knew him. Yeah, I know Watanabe. Watanabe was Watanabe. But mm-hmm. when he became evil... I don't. I haven't hung out with him. He was in Lij, and since he's been in Bullet Club, mm. I've been at home, so I can't answer that. That's fair. I mean, and and now you're now you're in Japan. You'll finally you'll have an answer in season two. I get, I have a I have a feeling. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's since you're you're in the dojo, and we're we're talking about your history with with Watanabe, and and just being in the the being a young boy in the dojo. What are the typical meals that are cooked by the young boys in the dojo, and and what a, what are the kind of meals they'll cook for themselves and what are the kind of meals they tend to, to cook for, them, for the staff? Because I know the young boys have to cook for everyone. They have to make the, the, the main, the main yeah. course for the people that stay there. And so what is, what is that usually? Uh, chanko nabe. Well, we sh- okay. It's short for chanko. Um, it's just a, like a Japanese stew. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like big, a, they make it's like it's ramen. a big pot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say no. ramen. Okay. But but it's it's a stew like some of it is like uh, it's a big pot. Like okay. If you uh, it's like a Japanese version of uh, man. I I almost said what's that like 
what's that creole dish oh like um, a, like a gumbo or a yeah okay. yeah gumbo but gumbo is very like but not it's, it's, it's not like spicy it's like because it's like it's usually like a like a broth right yes some some of it is spicy like uh so my favorite one is called kimchi kimchi okay. uh chanko and they they cook all a whole bunch of they get this big pot fill, fill it up with vegetables lettuce onions uh, all kinds of stuff and then and then it's the kimchi style uh spicy flavoring mm-hmm. and they like the meat could be uh pork like really okay. uh thin slice of pork and or it could be chicken or it could mm-hmm. be uh beef there's there's all different styles of chanko there's there's uh sesame uh what's it called a miso mm-hmm. chanko there's soyu chanko there's kimchi chanko there's there's all different kinds so look it up chanko chanko on on google you'll chanko. see it i'll i'll chanko. definitely c h c h a n k o n a b e chanko nabe chanko nabe there you go and so do do when the young boys are cooking do they normally are just cooking the chanko for the for the dojo for the house itself or do they ever cook for themselves or i mean what yeah what, that's the, that's for the whole house uh, okay. so that's for lunch they, they mostly cook lunch and then occasionally dinner if if not most guys that live in the dojo they just cook their own dinner okay but uh but the lunch is the main is the main one they cook uh it's all for the young boys anybody who comes in to train during the day they've got chanko so that's what is prepared nice all right well and since we're talking since we're talking food since we're talking relaxation outside the ring uh someone asked what what's the first place you would go to in japan after you land if this were non-pandemic time the the whole island is open to you you land in you you land in japan what's the what's the first place you want to go ah uh, man i'm so tired uh, <laughs> when i land uh, you know after 24 hour uh, travel mm-hmm. day i land once i get to the hotel i go from the airport to the hotel we, we usually stay at tokyo dome hotel mm-hmm. and uh there's a 7-eleven right downstairs uh to like right outside the mm-hmm. hotel and i just go there grab like bottles of water and anything quick to eat and then go back up to my room and sleep Sleep is what, if sleep on a bed is what I'm looking for, I want to do when I get to Japan. <laughs> That's all I want to do. You want, you want that sleep. You, uh, well, since you're, since you're been, I mean, I'm sure sleeping a lot in the dojo, what, where, what's the first place you want to go to once you're, you're done with quarantine and you can actually, you can actually travel and go places? Oh, uh, I'm probably going to go up to this, uh, sushi spot down in, uh, in this, Futako Damakawa uh, okay. train station. I got a little. I got a little sushi spots all over in Tokyo Ooh, that I like I've, to go I've, to. I've heard good things about the train station sushi. I saw. A do- yeah. I saw a great documentary about train station sushi. Um, oh yeah. All right. This next question. I'm. I'm gonna hope that you know what they're talking about. George Kittle for BC. Yes, definitely. He's okay. a, he's a big. Uh, George Kittle is is a. Uh, is a, a tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. Gotcha. He's okay. like, he's, he's a big time, big time wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And um, he's probably one of the best uh, tight ends right now in, in, in the NFL. So, but he's always like repping wrestling. Um, oh, hell yeah. Okay. So then yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be too hard to, to get him, get him bullet clubs way. Um, all right. Well, there you go. George Kittle, definitely for BC. Um, ne- the next question is what goals do you have in life 
And what goals do you have in wrestling that aren't related to the IWGP heavyweight title? Because, like, obviously, obviously those tag title belts are uh, always uh, in the back of your mind. You've talked about how the, the IWGP heavyweight title is, is from time to time drifting in your thoughts and you'd like to someday maybe maybe hunt that down but what what goals do you have in life that and in wrestling that aren't related to the to the titles right now oh shit damn <laughs> uh uh and life geez we're gonna get deep on that huh hell yeah no anyway this is this uh, is this is what this I, we do in the island yeah in life i think just having balance with my work life mm-hmm. um just having balance, not, yeah, that's really it. Just trying to keep a balance and keep moving forward. Um, and, and that's life for me. Mm-hmm. And of course, just becoming financially stable. And being, well, of course, you know, <laughs> okay, hey. as any, as, I hope that's everybody, right? Oh <laughs> or, yeah. No, every- or a, a most, most, you know, unless you want to be like say, a monk I, somewhere. <laughs> look, if, if you can, if you can find balance without financial stability, God bless you. But it definitely, <laughs> I, I gotta believe it would help. Um, <laughs> wrestling, um, wrestling goal, uh, besides going off the belts, it's, it's just constantly, uh, improve on the craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah just constantly trying to improve mm-hmm. I think that's that'll keep me um, occupied and focused on on the, on the on my job it's just constantly improving mm-hmm. whether it's 1% or 10% or 30% improvement every time just constantly trying to improve in all areas mentally physically mm-hmm. everything I, well, since you're you're always trying to like improve wrestling wise, how has quarantining in the dojo? Where I mean, you have a there's a there's a ring down there. There's a setup mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'm I'm sure you know you you have access to stuff like that in Florida. But right now you're just full on living by yeah. a ring. Are you are are you also kind of you're obviously working out, but you you running drills in the ring and and working working on some stuff yeah. to get ready. Yeah, yeah. I and I. I sit here and I and I watch the the new young boys training because mm-hmm. watching watching them it, it brings me back to when I started. It, there's there's so much to learn just from them and it just kind of reminds me of basics. And so, yeah. you know, I, trying to teach, trying to help, that's part of the uh, you know learning too for myself. That's part mm-hmm. of the whole training is 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 putting in my effort to help. Nice. That's, I mean, that's a, we keep talking about how you're kind of coming, you know, we, we came full circle with the, the season one of the, the podcast. I mean, you're kind of coming full circle with your whole, I mean, pretty much the past decade because you started yeah. in the dojo around 2010, right? As, yep. as the decade's starting to dawn. And now here you are, you're, you're quarantining in the dojo. You're trying to, you're te- sort of teaching the young lions. Yeah. You're starting to, to get into that that mentor mindset. I mean, obviously you're mm-hmm. always a student, but now, I mean, how does that, how does that feel to sort of be, be more in that mentor role in the dojo than in the, uh, in it's, uh, it's, it's nice. As we head into the fall and say goodbye to summer, we still need to remain vigilant in the fight against COVID-19. Most indoor spaces require face coverings when you enter. In fact, most places require face coverings whenever you leave the house. While we're all trying to remain safe and keep those around us safe as well, 
we should also attempt to remain stylish. We still have Tamatanga double-layered face masks available for a very limited time and in a very limited quantity at cutt.ly backslash Tamamask. These washable masks come in a set of three so you can change your look up daily. You change your shirt every day, you change your pants every day, why not change your mask as well? Wrap your favorite wrestler mask up properly on top of it. We've got less than 10 sets available and once they're gone, they're not coming back. So head to cutt.ly backslash Tamamask for your three pack of three different Tamatanga masks right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. nice. It's nice to to give back. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, well this next question: uh, How long did your tattoos take? Eight hours. Eight hours. Yikes! It's just a was tattoo. It? One tattoo. Just uh, just hours. one tattoo. Eight hours was all at once, or was it over? No, I did. I did. Oh. I did two sessions. Okay. Four and then four. Badass. Uh, all right. The ne- Oh, this next one kind of rolls, rolls back into the, the questions we were having about life and wrestling and all that. What is uh-huh. the, the biggest takeaways you've had from World Tag League or G1, the, the kind of tournament tours that you've, you've worked for New Japan? Because there uh, it is, it, uh, let me and let me let me start this with a, a question. It, is there a difference? Do you feel between like a destruction tour or the the G one and World Tag League? Like, is there is there does it feel different during the tournament tours, or is it is it all just the tour? No, the tournament tours is different. Okay, because yeah, the uh, from the other tours mm-hmm. because it's other tours. There's kind of like a build up to the big finale, right? Yep. But but the G1 shows like every show is a big finale and then if you're in a finals, mm. it's a finale finale, you know. I was just, so everything. Cuz cuz every like whether it's tag league, whether it's G1, any of the round robin tournaments, yeah. there are so many main events. It's not like with yeah. the the single elimination where you can kind of Yeah you know, it, it, you can kind of build a car. It, it really is. It's, you have to be very, I would imagine you have to be very present in the, in the, yeah. the matches. Cause you're not necessarily, you're not necessarily focused on building to the big final story that you would be on a tour. You're it's, yeah. it's literally this night. We're telling this story with a tag team. Then yeah. we're telling the next. And it's, it, yeah. it's, it's individual stories as told as opposed to one big kind of story. It's, right. At, how do you kind of, uh, how do you approach that? Is it, uh, is it just the, the presence or is it, is there like a, a special way you, you, you handle the tournaments? No, it's just the presence and, and mm-hmm. just trying to take care of, uh, like your, my health, my body, looking after myself, my mental health and, mm-hmm. and just prepping uh, my preparation is just more zoned in when it's the tournament because okay. every day, you know, every day counts. And I'm not saying it that I, I, I don't take the other, mm-hmm. you know, t- you know, tours. Uh, well, there's, serious. there's it's, not, it's, there's not points on the destruction tour. Yeah. Like, right. yes, yes, there are wins and losses and yes, there mm-hmm. you're still telling stories, but there, there's points. There's, I mean, there yeah. is that, you get to it gets to does it ever get to feel like kind of like a pickup game instead of uh instead of wrestling where it's just sort of like it's too t- it's it it can 
it can really be a game. It can really be yeah. just a pure contest. Yeah, and this is a lot more grueling on the body because in a singles tournament, it's mm-hmm. all you. Most of the series we have here are tag matches into mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, your singles competition at the end of a regular series, right? Yep. A uh, regular tour, but on the G1, it's a it's a singles every single time, and that's oh, you going one hundred percent, you know, uh, as a com- a singles competitor. So every bump is you, you're every, every, you know, mm-hmm. just being trying to, you know, just stay healthy. Even after your match, when you go into the hotel, you're icing, you're, you're massaging yourself, you're stretching, you're like taking a light jog just to kind of clear your body, um, loosen mm-hmm. up from, from, you know, the activities you just, uh, from the match you just had. Mm-hmm. And so it's it just a lot more focused on taking care of yourself mentally and physically. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And, and cause you said you, you, you jog, you, you kind of do, what are, what are your, obviously the jogging can help with the mental and physical, but what, what are, what are like the specific things you'll do to make sure that your body is, is, is still oh, uh, up to speed? Uh, what are the things you'll do to make sure your brain is, is still, you I'll know, take like a, like a hot, uh, like a hot and, and cold uh, bath one oh, okay. right after the other jumping, mm-hmm. you know? So, um kind of shock the system like yeah okay yeah and then loosen up the muscles and uh stretch in my in my like my hotel room doing a Mm -hmm. lot of stretching um jogging is just to kind of just loosen up and get the that's that's what Mm -hmm. i use it for and just to kind of like relax a little bit you know but gotcha okay all right, this next question, there, there are some of these questions where people submitted them uh, where I feel like I have to be playing taps because we have to put them in the past tense. What hair products did you used to use uh, for your hair back <laughs> when it was long and when yeah. you had to, had to kind of maintain it? What were the, what were the products you were using? Wrestling-wise, that what, I had, what I had put in my hair was this uh, leave-in conditioner made, I think it was by Garnier. Okay. Is it how you say it? Garnier yeah, gar- Fructis. Yeah, Garnier Fructis. Yeah. Fructis. Fructis. Yep. Yeah. I would use that a lot. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and and fi- the next question is kind of a follow-up on, on the hair products. If, if no beard, uh, why not a soul patch? Oh, is that, nah. question, question 15. Nah. If Hell, no beard, soul nah. patch? No, no. No soul? Okay. No. No. no soul patch not even like a little trying okay nah i'm good man all right I come out looking like a cholo man <laughs> uh, all right uh next is uh can we expect the the civil i assume they mean the bullet club civil war to ever be finished is is this is this ever there, gonna be healed or is it already uh, healed or what's uh I don't know what civil war you're talking about. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take a guess that what they're talking about is Bullet Club and the elite. There had yes, there was a, a civil war briefly, and then it it kind of got turned. It's it's it got turned into a cold war before it could ever really go full yeah. blown uh, civil um, war. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't know, man. What, what do you think? I I I don't I think. Here's my thing. As as an outsider, I've I feel like it's on the elite at this point. 
I, mm-hmm. it, it feels like New Japan, because we, and we've talked about this on the podcast, New Japan did a lot yeah. for the Elite. They did a lot for Omega. They did a lot for Cody. They did a lot for the Bucks. And so to create AEW the way they did, especially the year they did it, heading into Madison Square Garden, there's a lot to, there's a lot to work through there. And it's more than just, it's because I, I, I think because it was a storyline, you know, it, it becomes this, Part of it's, you know, part of it is is not storyline. Part of it is storyline. It gets blended, and so I, I think, I think this. I don't know if the civil war was ever actually a civil war as much as it was making the best of the situation. You know what I mean? Like as yeah, because it felt like it was two entities going their separate ways, mm-hmm. and not and not in a way that I I I feel like you need to clash about it. It was just sort of it's better. I think I think the elite are doing great doing being the elite. I think Bullet Club mm-hmm. is doing great being Bullet Club, and to smash the two into each other feels like being destructive for the sake of being destructive. It doesn't feel yeah. it doesn't feel productive. Um, Agree. I like that. And and as far as I, it, that's the only thing I can think of because Bullet Club itself seems fine. I mean, Jay and Jay and Bullet Evil Club seem to be fine, doing right? good, like Cody yeah. used to say. It, I mean, it, everyone's got a briefcase. It, uh, the everyone's starting to reunite. <laughs> I mean, Bullet Club seems to be doing pretty well. The elites seem to be doing pretty well. I, I, I think we can we can let the armistice stay for a few more years. Yeah, um, but that's that's just me. That's you know, I'm I'm just I'm reading the tea leaves. Uh, the next question. Speaking of reading tea leaves, and this is this is a question I I've always had too. When are we getting Haku on this podcast? When is oh. when is the king going to show up on the island? And uh, oh, because I mean, uh. I'll say it. We we met. He he showed up in a happy hour once upon yes. a time for the the, yes. the Thomas Islander sub- tier subscribers. And I mean, it it definitely got me thirsty for the full interview. Like I I feel yeah. like especially the way you and 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 your dad interact. I feel like there's that yeah. that's that's going to be some good listening. Yeah, uh, you know, I want him on it too. Mm-hmm. And we just haven't found that that time to to get it into to Thomas Island podcast. We just haven't gotten there, you know. And but we will. Yeah, we will. I want to. I and he wants to too. We just haven't found that time, that space to do it in, you know. And I'm and to be fair, he is your dad, and so season two, season three, whenever it's yeah. it's not it's not like. Uh, it's not like he's not a phone call away. Let's put it that way. You know, right. he's it's he, <laughs> we can we can have some patience with with Haku. He's definitely yeah. he's definitely earned it and he definitely deserves it. And folks, that'll be where we cut for week 2 of the Thomas Island Q&A minisodes, but don't worry, we will be right back next week with more shenanigans with Ross and Tama. Thomas Island listeners, as guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before we go out, and then we get into our 20s and our 30s, and we start to notice those first signs of hair loss. Oh, it definitely starts to feel like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy ever really wants to go bald, but thankfully... 
There's now an easy way to keep your hair with Keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The only way to really prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. And Keeps makes it very easy. You don't have to go to your doctor's office for hair loss prescriptions. Now, all you have to do is visit a doctor online, get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home, and start now. That's right. They make it easy, and they deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to hanging out in the pharmacy checkout lines and all those awkward doctor visits. And also, they have the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but you've never tried them for this price. Again, you have to start while you still have hair left to save, and treatments can typically take between four to six months, so it's important to act fast. And if you want that first month free, go to Keeps.com backslash Tama. That's right, Keeps.com backslash Tama for your first month free. Head on over to Keeps.com and keep the hair you have while you still have it. 